Welcome to my podcast where I'll tell you about immigrants' experiences on whether or not they reflect American ideals. In the late 1800s, people in many parts of the world decided to leave their homes and immigrate to the United States, fleeing crop failure, land and job shortages, rising taxes and famine, and many came to the U.S. because it was perceived as a land of economic opportunity. Others came seeking personal freedom or relief from political and religious persecution, and nearly 12 million immigrants arrived in the United States between the 1870s and 1900s. During the 1870s and 1880s, the vast majority of these people were from Germany, Ireland, and England. The principal source of immigration before the Civil War, even so, are a relatively large group of Chinese immigrated to the United States between the start of California Gold Rush in 1849 and 1882, when federal law stopped their immigration. A lot of immigrants were treated unfairly. Because of the onset of hard economic times in the 1870s, Europeans, immigrants, and Americans began to compete for the jobs traditionally reserved for the land for the Chinese. With economic competition came dislike and even racial suspicion and hatred. Such as feelings were such feelings were accompanied by anti-Chinese riots and pressure. Especially in California, for the exclusion of Chinese immigrants from the United States, the result of their pressure was the Chinese Exclusion Act, passed by Congress in 1882. This act virtually ended the Chinese immigration for nearly a century. But here's a story of a successful immigration story. Ludwig Christian was born in Trondheim, Norway, on 11 January 1892, the youngest of five children of a tradesman family. He was orphaned at the age of nine and was sent to live with his elderly relatives who were tenant farmers in the country north and west of Trondheim. After his confirmation at the age of 14, he worked on farms and eventually gained employment as a shoemaker at A.S. Trondheim Scofferbrick in Trondheim. Life was difficult in 1913 Norway, and Ludwig had a dream that life could be much better in America. He talked this over with his relatives and friends. His wages as a shoemaker were low and it would take years to save enough for the voyage to America. So Ludwig secured a loan from relatives to cover the cost of the voyage. In June 1913, Ludwig immigrated to the United States. From Trondheim, he took a small coastal streamer called the Arrow, operated by Wilson Line of Hull, that took him to Hull, England. He then boarded a train for a cross-country trip to the port of Liverpool. At Liverpool, he boarded the Cunard steamship RMS Laconia as a steerage passenger. The trip lasted 10 days, and he landed in Boston, Massachusetts, and after clearing immigration, took the train to the Midwest. Ludwig first lived in Devonport, Iowa, and Rock Island, Illinois areas, moving later to Madison, Minnesota, where he worked as a farmer laborer in nearby Garfield. It was there that he met his future wife, Clara Seifert. When the United States entered World War I, Ludwig was drafted into the Army and received a citizenship while stationed at Camp Pike, Arkansas. He was promoted to the rank of corporal and served in France. He deeply loved his adopted land and was proud of his military service. Following the war, Ludwig married and settled in Minneapolis. Three children were born to Ludwig and Clara Susan Seifert, Benjamin, Mary, and Lawrence. Ludwig lived the rest of his life in Minneapolis except for several years. In the late 20s, he moved his family to a farm near Spring Valley, Wisconsin. Prior to World War II, he began working for the D.W. Owning Company. Starting as a janitor, he was subsequently placed in charge of plant maintenance and security as the company expanded. He worked there until his retirement in 1957 at the age of 65. Ludwig's life was marked by the tragedy of his parents' early deaths. His wife's death in 1938 and the poverty, anxiety, and suffering of the depression of the war years. He was deeply involved in the life of the church, serving as a deacon 
Sunday school teacher and superintendent, and informal counselor to the succession of pastors. Concerned with missions and with service of people who are in need, he gave generously of his time, money, and energy to these causes. Christian higher education captured his imagination as a young immigrant. Lacking much formal education, he inspired, encouraged, and supported his children's education and accomplishments. A man of exceptional dignity and humor, he numbered countless friends who found him in unusual concerns and wisdom. His hospitality, warmth, and charm made him an always welcome host or guest. Ludwig was a man of exceptional physical strength and energy. He found pleasure in walking and in physical work. He appreciated nature, but also loved the architecture of the city. He found lifelong joy in music and loved to sing with his family and friends. The treasure of church hymns, Norwegian and English, enriched his and sustained his life. Beyond all this, he was a man of profound personal faith. The Lord was his faithful living friend to whom he turned in good days and ill. As the years increased beyond his expectation and his strength failed, he longed to go home. Ludwig made a tile mosaic of the Last Supper, which he gave to the Reverend Ronald C. Peterson as a farewell gift. A short time later, Ludwig passed away at the age of 83. He faced death with courage and hope. I wish every immigrant could have been treated like Ludwig Christian. Immigrants had a hard enough journey to America. We should have treated them as if they were all born and raised in America. I think a lot of people would have changed their minds about immigrants and maybe even befriended some of them. That is all I have to say for my podcast. Thank you for listening.